0: I had a very strange childhood. had the worst case any doctor had ever seen. My job is to keep healing. So that is the story. We all have remarkable stories within us. Stories of adversity, challenges, triumphs, and ultimately of healing. This is Your Health, Your Story, the podcast. Hey everybody, Casper Schultz, co-founder of Innovative Medicine here to discuss the topic of anti-aging on this episode of Your Health, Your Story. Anti-aging is one of those words, sort of like integrative medicine, that's used in so many different contexts, and it seems that everyone has a different definition for it. In fact, many in the medical field and others like myself don't really like that word. It's not that I'm anti the act of aging. As much as I want my nephew to remain an adorable young kid I can pick up with ease and play with, the aging process is a natural one that will, of course, impact him over the years as it will all of us. And to go against nature is not the path to health and longevity. But the anti-aging business is a big one, and everyone seems to be looking to turn back those hands of time. But what are the actual costs of many of these anti-aging treatments? And I don't mean the out-of-pocket costs, because it seems that it's something that most people don't have an issue with. If it means looking better at the cost of feeling better, many of us don't have any issue paying top dollar for that trade-off. But when the top procedures and treatments in the field include injecting a deadly neurotoxin into the facial area, surgical procedures that nip, tuck, tear, and stretch human skin and flesh or chemicals being applied to the skin that are known endocrine disruptors and carcinogens. Something's a little off. That's why in this episode, we're having John Kynas on the show. He's been in the natural beauty world for over 20 years, and is part of a company that's making a truly holistic natural line of anti-aging and beauty products that is quantum certified. We'll learn what that means shortly. This is the story of Fito 5 You actually started out, as I understand, or you started in medical school, correct?
1: Well, yeah, true. My dad um, was an MD in France, Mm -hmm. and my grandfather was also uh, a doctor. Um, So it was understood that I was going to go to medical school. And and so I started until, reluctantly... Mm -hmm until i realized it was not really what i wanted to do and at at that period of time in france we didn't have business schools per se some very famous uh, administration school leading mostly to public service where the elite um, of the uh, french bureaucrats would uh, graduate from Mm -hmm. as a wonderful platform Uh, but no business uh, school per se, and that's what I wanted to do. Um, I was very interested in becoming a, what at the time I did not know exactly the definition of it, but it was I wanted to become a developer. Mm. And so one thing led to another, and um, I came to the U.S. having uh, applied to Cornell University, and uh, I was accepted. Um, to enter in a totally different field. And uh, it was hotel management, but it was Mm -hmm. also hotel and hospital management.
0: And Cornell has a good hospitality school there, correct? Well,
1: that's the best in the world. That's right. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: And so, um, of course, I learned a lot there. Um, And um, having that degree, of course, I ended up in the hotel business. Um, had a, a very good career in the hotel business. I was a VP of uh, Sheraton Hotels, and then subsequently became a chief operating officer of uh, Omni Hotel of what became Omni Hotels, and I retired from uh, Omni Hotels <coughs> in '95. So. Um, the, the reason this background is of some importance is that um, my dad was um, very interested in everything that had to do with uh, uh, energy. And from being a, uh, a dermatologist, he became a doctor of traditional Chinese medicine. And that's, that's a big jump, some would big, say. big, big jump. But at the time, we are talking about the 50s, uh, there were some pretty significant uh, Chinese or Vietnamese teacher Mm -hmm. in Paris, uh, and my dad would go there uh, regularly, and over many years um, acquired that uh, knowledge. So I was brought up a little bit with the concept of uh, acupuncture, homeopathy, and so on and so forth. So when i um uh, retired from the hotel business, um, I came across through friends this idea of um, uh, the little factory in Switzerland that were making those amazing products, and uh, that information came to me from uh, actually a college uh, roommate from Cornell who had a hotel in the French Alps and five-star hotels that had a spa that was doing very well. And the spa was entirely structured around the concept of Vital Energy with Phyto 5 And so he talked to me about this company and the products and the fact that it was in the hand of an older Swiss couple without children and that he thought they would be interested in selling and Why don't we get involved? So a small group of friends and I acquired that little company with the hope that our knowledge of the hotel business um, would enable us at a time in the late 90s when there was quite the evidence that the spa business was going to boom Mm. worldwide And we thought we were going to have wonderful uh, tools, concept, products, equipment, protocols to provide the hotel industry and that we could do very, very well with our little company providing to to essentially hotel spas. Well, that was a total misjudgment on my part. (laughs) I mean, I could not have been more wrong. And there are a number of factors for that. Um, but I felt that the hotel industry was very late recognizing the potential, not only from an income point of view, but from a positioning point of view within a market, having something that really differentiates a resort from another resort. And of course, I had a lot of experience with hotel and resorts. Um... And of course, knowing a lot of people in the industry, um, I had a lot of doors that opened very nicely, but only to find out that my peers in the industry were not really focusing on the business and they would always turn me over to some um, more junior executives who had been entrusted the task of taking hold of this monster, do something with it. (laughs) And most of them didn't have a very good idea of what was really meant by a spa. And, of course, it it helped to have a European background to understand the spa because in the U.S. it was very, very limited prior Mm -hmm. to that period of time. Mm -hmm. And so you had a lot of um, um, consultants to the industry who had done very well uh, with the whole business of fitness you know in uh, prior to the spa boom you had the fitness boom and every hotels of course and resorts had fitness facilities and and steam baths and uh whatever so um absent proper uh, experience experienced spa consultant a lot of those consultants just had a new cur- calling card that said Spa and fitness <laughs> and so a lot of people went into that business with a uh, with a um, a limited knowledge. Let's put it that way. So we just couldn't get any traction, mm-hmm. and um, we um, um, at a certain time we had several uh, very high quality five star hotel from a very well known American. I should say, international hotel company, I'm not going to say the name, okay. that um, uh, worked with us for a while. And everything that we offer is based on a way of working, a method, a state of mind, an approach to not only skincare but wellness in general, it, uh, that we want technicians that are going to be learning over a period of time. But the turnover in high-quality hotel, spa, resort, spa, is so high Mm -hmm. that we were constantly in the mode of training and retraining and retraining, and spa directors would just come and go and change, and and there was no continuity, to the point that that, uh, I, I had to basically say, well, sorry, but we're not working with you anymore, because... We're just not making any progress. Right. So we uh, completely reoriented our efforts uh, a little differently. And that experience in the US was pretty close to what we experienced in Europe with all the chains. Mm. The only place where we had traction was the independently owned hotels that had, in resort areas in general, where the hotel manager may be uh, an owner, may be part of a family of hotel people who had a better understanding of um, what we were trying to achieve, uh, opened spas or improved their spas and they were willing to embrace what we were doing. But, so th- this is sort of the, uh, uh, the big span of, of, of our experience from the very start. But you can imagine that when I was introduced to this company, uh, meaning the Swiss company making those products, I was very intrigued. I've never heard of skincare products based on the principles of traditional Chinese medicine. At first I couldn't even comprehend. So I went there, I made several trips and I went with a friend of mine who is a chiropractor who was uh, very much into energy as well. And, um, and, and got enough feedback that, no, this is real, this, 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 uh, this is not just marketing talk. And <clears throat> so I learned a lot. Um, but the idea of having something that had such depth was very uh, intriguing. And again, because I had that orientation from way back into uh, energy concept, I could see the uniqueness and I could see the appeal. What I did not see was the uphill battle we would have in getting it across.
0: It's a challenge, right? Because you're talking about something you had a background in understanding. You grew up, such as myself. I grew up around this idea of energy being a significant factor in health and medicine, understanding traditional Chinese medicine, that we are energetic beings, and that products contain vibrations and certain um, frequencies that either uplift us into a healing uh, regenerative state or are toxic to us in some ways, even looking past ingredients, let's say. So I I can totally sympathize with your idea that people should just understand this and get this. But obviously it's a huge challenge and it's a challenge in a place where most are looking only, pun to say, skin deep because it is beauty anti-aging spa. So tell me, you know, you have this huge challenge. You're coming from hospitality with an understanding in energy medicine and this unique, incredible product in front of you right? that you go all in on. You're seeing these uphill battles. You're starting to witness them even with the connections and everything. What did you do next? And and did you shift any way of trying to explain this to people or or how was that?
1: Well, we had... um Uh, a situation where the market itself was shifting just at the time we got involved. And um, a number of issues um, uh, had to be dealt with um, with regard to, you know, the company, the structure, the product, and so on and so forth, in a way that uh, took away, well, it was no longer just selling this concept to others. It was to make sure that we were keeping our ground. And if you remember, there was this paraben uh, scare and a number of other related claims um, uh, made popular on Internet that uh, skincare products had um, preservative and other uh, ingredients that may produce cancer and other horrible things. And suddenly all products that had parabens uh, were, you know, bad. And because we were talking to an audience that is oriented towards health and wellness, not just simply skincare, we we had a major issue because although our products were 99% Mm -hmm. uh, natural, The parabens were such efficient preserving agent that we had a little bit of paraben Mm -hmm. and it had worked very well. Mm -hmm. Well, we got into a roadblock, people saying, what do you mean? Your products are not natural, you have parabens. Mm -hmm. Now, um, that was a hard thing to do because we had to reformulate all of the products, 100 or so of them to remove the parabens, which is a very difficult thing to do because parabens are highly efficient. And by the way, finally, there is now a sort of a return back to the logic of, wait a second, parabens were not so bad. The studies were very fraught. And I kept on saying to people, do you know that there is more parabens in food Mm. than there is in your skincare products? So when they say that you can get cancer from parabens, how do they know that it comes from the skincare product and not from the food? And in fact, it's not even proven that it's a cause and effect, whether it's food or whether it's skincare. Anyhow, long story. But this was a, a major hurdle. We had to be really more pure than we thought we were, although we were already pretty pure. And then another thing occurred that was another big hurdle is that it was never thought uh, by the creator of the line and the packaging and everything else that the look of the products was important because what was important was the recommendation of the professionals who understood what you need the product is here it's a beautiful answer to uh, your issues why don't you take it it's almost like the doctor ordered that you take this. You don't go and say, do I like the packaging? <laughs> so we, didn't, we, had, we had packaging that was not trying to be beautiful and to compete. Whereas the entire new opening of this industry called the spa business that boomed during the late 90s and, and beyond, so many competitors came into the market with really very little substance, except that they had wonderful marketing stories and wonderful packaging. And we were always trailing with our packaging. So we I, we even had uh, uh, wonderful uh, five-star hotel spas where the spa director says, well, maybe your products are wonderful, but I can't put them on the shelves when <laughs> <I> can- <laughs> and attract my customers. So anyhow, I'm saying this because we had all of those major hurdle to overcome at the same time as we had to try to convince people of why we are not simply different and but this is not voodoo medicine this is something that makes sense and in europe it's not so difficult because there is a general acceptance in the u.s which is where we thought we were going to create our success it was very punishing the first class I gave to, uh, at a trade show to a group of, uh, of professionals, massage therapists, institutions, um, giving them a very broad overview of uh, what we were trying to do, I started the class by saying, so um, body obviously is matter, um, but I believe that the body is also vital energy and that what makes the difference between what we do and what other people do. And I could see people looking at me like, "What is this guy talking about?" So I said, "I know that all look. right who 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 uh, understands and accepts and believes that the body is vital matter and vital energy? Well, there were about twenty four people. There was one person who raised her hand, one out of twenty four. So I said, uh, "Very good, so what do you do?" She says, "Well, I'm a massage therapist." Say, well, what, what sort of modality? And she says, I'm a Reiki master. That's it. Yeah. So I had, it was easier actually to talk to massage therapists to have um, almost like an empirical um, sort of experience or evidence that, yeah, there is something more in that vital body that I'm working on, but with the esthetician, it's almost more difficult because mm-hmm. they were not being taught anything. So for, for the last 20 years, um, we have realized that we are not in the sales business. Mm-hmm. We are in the missionary business. Mm-hmm. Basically, we put out an idea, a concept that we believe very strongly in. And either people relate to it and if they relate to it, it's done. We don't have to sell anything. And if they don't relate to it, then there is no effort that could overcome their disbelief. So um, it's by definition uh, limited. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that reason, we had to expand our line of products to go beyond just the uh, what we call the energetic line. And we coined the term uh, energetic skin care, which is not a perfect description, but when people say, well, so what do you, you know, how different is your line or what do you do? And so I say, well, we are, we do, um, we practice energetic skin care. Generally it opens the conversation because unless people are very disinterested and don't say, well, what is it? In most instances, they say, well, what do you mean by energetic skin care? So it opens the door to saying, well, this is skin care based on the concept of energy medicine, such as, and I always say Ayurvedic medicine because in our industry, it seems to have had more acceptance or, or traditional Chinese medicine. And then I usually link immediately by saying, because of course, the body is not simply matter. It's matter and energy. But in fact, it's vital energy that makes matter vital.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And if that seems to create a level of interest, then the door is open to have more of a conversation. But, you know... You can't easily create an ad in trade publication that's going to get people to understand that. We've tried, we've failed.
0: <laughs> right. I've always said that trying to explain to somebody about energy, energy medicine, you could say quantum physics, start you know, getting into the picture, is like teaching someone a new language in some ways. Because if you're speaking to someone on the level of energy and all these things, when they're on the level of matter, they are two separate ideas completely. Totally. It's, yeah. it's a shift in your perception and how you're even picking up on things really to be understanding of a lot of energy. So it, it's a lot of education. and It is a lot of transforming belief systems even. You know, that idea that right. we are not matter, we are energy, which has been around right. for 100 years, of course. And quantum physics showed us and proved right. that and Pro- brought it, about totally. a new revolution yeah. in science is right. still not adopted by most minds. We Absolutely. still see each other only as this, and we don't understand truly that there are millions of things going in between us right now vibrations, and we ourselves are vibrations and, and energy. And that's it, really. But I can imagine that it's incredibly difficult to get that across. But let's go to that point. You said if people are open, that then you could go a little bit further with this idea of energetic skincare. Which yeah. is, of course, unique. Most people think, okay, it has right. a certain ingredient. I put it on, it right. works on my collagen. I'm done. I look more yeah. pretty and, <laughs> right. and, and have anti aging effects. But for most of the listeners, I would hope already open to a certain point and probably intrigued by what you're saying here. So let's go a little bit further with explaining feto 5 and how, wh- what is an energetic skincare line and why do people really need
1: that? Right. Well, one of the things that I've tried to do um, is to broaden uh, right from the start the scope of the conversation into wellness. Mm. And one of the reasons also is given my age, um, I, I am obviously not genuinely interested for myself into beauty, mm. but I am very interested into wellness and vitality am i am I vital <laughs> or not right and um that to me is um important for the older people but from the point of view from from the moment people let's say become conscious of the fact that their body is aging um there is a first reaction that oh, I want to push this back or maybe reverse it, even if it's possible. But then there is another stage where the realization is, um, well, what is really important to to look um, 50 when I'm 65 or to feel really vital whether I'm 60, 70 or 80 or whatever. And all of this is really a matter of Of vital energy and the vital energy is not expressing itself simply within the matter body but it's expressing itself in terms of the mind your awareness your consciousness it's it's a broad realization of who you are and how you fit within the entire you know universe Mm -hmm. so it, to me, this is where it's fascinating, because um, I have, I've always been interest, but interested by those issues um, of, you know, who am I and how do I fit in this game. So just to say that I want to broaden the, the, the conversation, and as a result, I love to get, when I have the opportunity to give a class on vital energy, where I can explain very briefly, of course, that we have to to get a degree of comfort with what's invisible. And, you know, for example, um, we know that there is electricity in this room because you have lamps, you have appliances, you have all of this. But if we were here in the middle of the night with all the lights turned off, there would be no evidence that there is exactly the same amount of electricity and all kinds of energetic field created by those, uh, by this, uh, uh, by all the wires, actually. So, the idea that it's just like the wind, you don't see the wind, but you see the manifestation. So, you have to help people with a few instances like that, understand that you have energy movements, and. then it opens the uh, conversation towards the thinking process of the great ancient masters, and I'm thinking about both Ayurvedic medicine and traditional Chinese medicine, but the idea of the Chinese that there must be energy, and we have the proof of that energy with the seasons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in most parts of the world, you have very marked differences from one season to another and you know that it's very 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 regular year after year after year after year because the seasons are defined by the movement of the earth around the sun and that is very regulated and it's very cyclical and it's very predictable and it's very evident so the chinese had that brilliant idea not maybe being encumbered by the idea of a god or anything like this, but looking at things in a very uh, sort of -of matter-of-fact way. They said, if there is a change, there must be an energy. How can there be something that changes unless there is a movement, an action, a push, an energy? So they say, well... Four seasons, there are already four energies right there. And then someone must have said, well, wait a second, that's not enough. Because you cannot, in nature, nothing happens. Suddenly, there is always a progression. So there must be a transition from one season to another. And of course, from this, they uh, came up with the idea of the fifth season. And they um, sort of organized the entire Uh, concept of the five elements based on this but they also went into the study of the cycles and of course the simplest of all of the cycles is day night was yin yang and that in itself is an interesting situation but what is more interesting for us is to look in terms of the uh, cycle uh, of the day by the yin yang increase and decrease that creates the period of time which is called wood which Mm -hmm. is the young increases Mm -hmm. which is the morning and then it peaks to with fire in the middle of the day and then it goes into the later afternoon which is going to be earth and then you are going to have uh, metal and then finally water so you have those five phases of the uh, of the daily cycle And you also have the five phases of the yearly cycle. So, you have the term phase, which is just as important as the term element, or the term aspect, or the term energy. It's an element of energy that enables you. So, then this idea that you have a perfect system that has to be in balance, And whatever happens around us must affect us. So therefore, the principles we learn from nature are principles that we can start applying to how we function. And certainly in terms of our age, there are things that are normal at 20 or at 40 and that are not at 60 or at 80 and vice versa. So you start understanding how we are influenced by Uh, not only the season, the time of the day or the night, but our age. And, you know, this idea that you have more or less five periods in the life of a human, unless the life is interrupted by an accident or whatever, but in normal completion, you would have five periods of more or less 15 to 20 years each. And... Then you can think of yourself in terms of what are the energies that you are influenced by, given where you live and how you live and how old you are, and so on and so forth. So it becomes a system from which you learn a lot of um, what influences you and what you um, can look forward to and how you can uh, mitigate some of the influences. So, going into a more detailed uh, explanation of the five elements and how they relate into into each other is just totally fascinating. I mean, um, I have in the past been foolish enough to think that I could give a whole day seminar on the five elements and lots of people are very interested but then they walk away with it a little bit like, you know, you read a book on quantum physics. It's very interesting, but there is nothing that you are going to do about it in terms of next morning, your life hasn't changed. Right. So it's it's interesting. It attracts the uh, attention of a lot of people that want to hear more. But does it change anything?
0: <laughs> I will say people that, you know, kind of listen to this and go into this, understand quality and energy. A lot of them are, um, you know, hobbyists and fascinators by it, but you're right. They don't apply so much of it. They have a knowledge and there are certain things you can do, of course, and go in certain directions, but it it is sometimes hard to take action on these pieces. And, you know, one of the things that I found really fascinating, especially about the line, what you talked about is this idea of, of course, living uh, in tune with the cycles living seasonally. Many of us don't. Of course, we eat things all year round, even though they're not really in the season. Uh, That affects us, of course. But I remember speaking or or having a webinar a long time ago with Innovative Medicine and T.S. Wiley wrote a book on hormonal imbalances and light being the ultimate endocrine disruptor was saying that most of us live as if it's summer all year round. We stay up late. We eat as much as we want produces more insulin and we age almost four times as fast as we should because there is no sort of, you know, summer is, I think, related to fire and other elements and and we are a little bit more prone to to certain actions. And and so, you know, that whole idea of living outside of the seasonality, outside of the cycles is absolutely disrupting who we are, aging us quicker and also making us sicker. Sure. Um and I love that a line like Vito 5 taps into that cuz most do not. No. And that goes across the board whether right. it's medicine or aging uh, products or, or the beauty yeah. uh, cosmetic industry because they just say take this cream, use it and you'll see results. But you say you shouldn't be using that same cream all year around, right? So go into that a little bit more because most people find their favorite product and use it forever and don't really go into it. Yeah, please.
1: So that's a good point. And you have the idea of the five season, therefore, five different energies and five different sub line of products to keep you in balance during each one of those seasons. But... Because we're in the skincare business, we also have to recognize the fact that some people do not have a skin that is quote unquote in balance, therefore normal for their age group, but that they have a condition such as, let's say, acne, which could be very, very normal for a teenager, but is not normal at 40 years of age. So you have acne, acne is an imbalance of earth energy and therefore you need to have a program that rebalances that aspect of vital energy that is called earth and this is where i think the line is is so simply organized because it basically says look if you can recognize the imbalance and they are easy uh, we we have it in all of our literature but basically oily skin, black lead is wood, is too much young energy, excessive sebum production, and so forth. Then in because usually the problems are excesses. In some instances there are a lack of, insufficiency of, but in most instances it's 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 too much. Um, and in fire, you know, very simply it's too much arterial circulation, it's too much heat, it's too much um, it, it's, it's sensitivity of the skin, it's uh, couperose and all of those things. For earth, it's toxicity issues. We, we, we just don't eliminate the toxins and they have to have a place to come out and they come out on our, uh, on our face or back or other places. And then metal is more, is more subtle, but it's a, it's a lack of minerals and a lack of oxygenation. And then it creates its own problems. And water is really easy to understand. It's it's generally dehydration with all of the problems that come with that, which is wrinkles and lack of tone and all of that. So in a few minutes, you can uh, absorb very quickly what are the major imbalances that will express themselves as a skin condition. So we started with earth, let's say acne. Well, then we have a line that has been formulated to deal with the problem. And instead of <coughs> uh, calling it acne or this or that, we simply say earth line. Function of earth line, balance and earth problem. So you do the treatment, whatever the season is, to address that particular problem. Once you have had some significant improvement in that, condition, with that condition, then yes, it's good to start moving into the flow of the season, because if your skin is in balance, your mission is sort of keep it that way. And we know from the seasonal changes that there is an energetic push that creates the possibility of an imbalance of one of the other elements. So to stay in balance during this season which is the fall season you should use the metal line but there is also a a great logic to the cycle because just for example in in the summer you are going to more likely perspire and be outside and exercise and so on and so forth and with the heat you are going to lose more minerals and we are not likely to replenish the minerals that we lose during that time frame. And as soon as we end the summer, of course, you have the short 18-day period of Earth, which is the transitional period, and then you get into metal. And metal says, now you have to mineralize as much as you can, because you have to replace the minerals you have lost in the summer, And because if you don't have the minerals in your skin and you get to water, you can put as much hydration in your body as you can. If you don't have the minerals to hold this, the water will just go in and out, in and out. And there is no retention within the tissues for that hydration. That's why most people are dehydrated. And uh, I was very interested to hear that um, in California, in particular, I don't know that it, it is still very popular in other pe- in places in the country, but you have <clears throat> uh, mobile units where you can go to and get uh, an IV uh, replenishment of of hydration, mm-hmm. which is just so wonderful mm-hmm. for for all kinds of reasons. But the fact, therefore, is that in the in the winter, you need hydration, but it's in vain if you don't have the minerals. Mm-hmm. So the wisdom, um, taking that particular example, in the metal season will compensate for the excesses of the fire season and prepares you for the necessity of having good hydration in the water. So there is sort of a this is the whole five element is like that it's there is a bunch of logical steps and that goes into as you mentioned uh, uh the diet the, the the choices we make not only of our activity but of course of our food and we are completely you know on the wavelength that food is medicine mm-hmm. and therefore you have to choose uh smartly but it's also um what what you do? What what are the things that occupies you during each one of the season? Not only the season of your life, but the season of the of the year. There are things that are logical to do, um, and other things that are not. Example: You are fire by by trade. This is what you mostly uh, seem to project, and you love golfing or tennis or whatever and you are going on vacation in August, and you are going to be playing in the middle of the day, you are creating a problem Mm. on your constitution, even on your heart. The heart, you know, of course, for each one of the five elements, you have a pair of organs that corresponds to that element and contributes to the energetic balance. But the heart is going to be subjected already to your, environment which is fire and then you are uh, in the heat and you are in, so you create yourself a lot of problems and being sensitive to those things is just pure logic it's very simple it's just as simple as saying i have to drink when i'm thirsty mm-hmm. you know so it's a it's a way of life i i Wrote a little book called the uh, you know uh, energetic Skin Care, where I try to touch on all of those little things um so that you think in terms of not only your skin and your diet but how you live and um and and the need to uh think in terms of um you know periods of of reflections and introspections and meditations just to maintain that balance because the balance that's the key word in, in, in energy medicine. It's, you know, there are two precepts. You've got uh, vital matter and vital energy. But the second one is balancing vital energy. If it's not in balance, it's in, in balance. It creates a problem. So balance, balance, balance. Everything is balanced. But the activity of balance is contributed by your frame of mind your belief your thoughts your emotions and this is one of the things that i love about traditional chinese medicine energy medicines in general but it's the correlation between energy and emotions an energetic imbalance and uh, an emotional imbalance you know if someone has a liver problem maybe they eat mcdonald's much too often but maybe they are just angry at their boss and their parents and their spouse and their kids, and they are going to have the same issues. So this is a thing teaching us how to live better.
0: It is. And, you know, from that point there, you have this incredible line, Fido 5, with the five elements, five seasons that have things like serums and creams and even shampoos. It's, it's a wonderful, fantastic and thorough line. But on top of that, also, you have these therapies that uh, incorporate that emotional concept, go further into the energetic, and do so in a very holistic, natural way, impacting the full body, which is very interesting because most of the times when you think about anti-aging treatments, you think about chemical peels, Botox, things that are in some ways adding into the imbalances and toxicity we carry. So... Could you go a little bit more into the actual therapies and how they work with the line? Because most of the times you have lines of products and then completely separate, maybe a therapy or something. But this is a very robust uh, type of therapy that you offer. Could you go into that?
1: Sure. Um, We have a very extensive uh, line of products that have been specifically designed uh, for a purpose. And that purpose is not simply care um, by the individual at home, but it is to provide tools to professionals who are going to be able to help you in this wellness effort, not only working simply on the face, as it is for most people, but the whole body and even the scalp. And... What we haven't touched upon is, there are so many sub-subjects, but the one of reflex zones. Mm-hmm. One of the things that is so extraordinary with the idea <clears throat> of um, vital energy that flows, you know, from the inside out, from the outside in, from the top to the bottom, from the right to the left, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, all parts of the body are not only interconnected but they are connected to the skin and it means that um, it's an example of nature having done things very very well is that for example the face in particular will have reflex zones for each one of the five elements but even better than that each one of the pairs of organs of the five elements. So you have 10 organic reflex zones, and then you have another one, which is a hormonal reflex zone. So you can, if a technician is really very knowledgeable with everything we are talking about, they understand the theory and they understand the tools. Those are sort of the master of the trades, and we fortunately have a few who just will not write up a a description of a treatment standard for everyone. They basically will say, I'm going to look at you and I'm going to decide what I'm going to do to you because I want to help you get back in balance and I'm going to make the use of the tools that I have, products primarily, but also some of the equipment that we have, so that I can work on your reflex zones. Because when I work on your reflex zones with our serums and with our clays and with our um, uh, algaes and all of those products, I can help ba- balance or rebalance any energetic imbalance that have appeared at the level of your skin and at the level of your body shape. So by seeing someone someone's skin, someone's shape, and even someone's behavior to some extent. You, the, the, the master technician, uh, is going to have a very good idea of what they are uh, up, up against, in mm-hmm. a way. <clears throat> and then they are just going to uh, create a treatment based on uh, the products and their knowledge of what the products do by applying them how and where. But of course, that's the exception. Mm -hmm. So when we start, we create relatively simple, logical, but simple uh, treatments, protocols, so that we know that whether it's a facial or a scalp treatment or a body treatment, we're going to rebalance all of the key points that, let's say, would be the shortcuts to uh, help the energy balance. And I'm going to give you a very, very simple one. It's almost almost childish, but believe it or not, we are the only one in the industry doing it, which is that when a body is on the massage table, the first thing you do is that with the back of your hands, the technician... Massage therapist should go from the top to the bottom and determine the the the, the areas of the body that are either warm or cold. Ninety mm. percent of the people have temperature differences in different parts of their body. Well, what does it mean? Imbalance. Exactly. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you know, I I had a problem in my house with the air conditioning where I get a lot of cold in one part of the house. And not enough cold in the other part of the house. Mm-hmm. And I I had an air conditioning person come. And what do you think he said? Your system is out of balance. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh.
0: Easy to understand when, when, when you're sweating understand. in a room and the other room's freezing, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: So the first thing we do is that we have a yang product mm-hmm. and a yin product. We're going to put the yang, which is warming on the cold part. We're going to use the yin on the... Uh, warm part, and by doing that, what we are doing is that we are sort of forcing the flow of energy, which carries temperature, of course, because if you have a blockage of, uh, or in, you know, too much arterial circulation in one area, not enough in the other, mm-hmm. you are going to have an effect of cold and warm. So, very, very, very simple, as I said, almost childish, but all, how logical it is. Now, you know, we are not going to say put it automatically on the feet or 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 on the chest or whatever. It's up to the technician to find out. So the technician is not in a in an automatic mode. They they have to think. Mm-hmm. They have to say what what's the situation here, and then having discovered that, just as they may discover, oh, I can see a body that indicates too much of this or not enough of that. So. Of course, the products have proven over many, many years that they are potent. Mm -hmm. And I marvel at the people who created the original line and how their knowledge of essential oils made the whole difference because essential oils have been known for a long time for their therapeutic value, for their aromatic value, but not so much for their energetic value.
0: Always mistooken, I think, for being mostly aromatherapy, but in reality, the huge energetic principles to it. Precisely. Yeah.
1: And fortunately, um, in the south of France, we have had for centuries and centuries and centuries, an awful lot of um, knowledge, uh, ancestral knowledge, literally, of um, essential oils, how to extract them, how to make sure you have the essence of it without damaging them, how you preserve them, and so on and so forth. And so the people, I should have said that earlier, but the people who were at the genesis of the method were combining several levels of knowledge and interest. Uh, Of course, traditional Chinese medicine, essential oils, and an interest in doing treatment on the body. And the very idea that you could use topical product to create an energy balance was very novel. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't really read that in uh, in the traditional uh, books, uh, um, energy books. So, in that sense, they were totally uh, pioneers. So, of course, those uh, formulations have been refined over time, and when it was done, it was done simply on the best effort of their creator. Prior to the time when we had tools to measure the uh, the, the 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 potency or, or the energetic uh, uh, activity of those products, but now we can. Mm-hmm and uh on our website, there is a quick little uh video which unfortunately is a little too short <laughs> of a of a European technician who has a um, a, a dowsing fork mm-hmm. and approaches the dowsing fork uh to a closer to a fititer, one of our serum and you can see immediately how the fork opens up mm-hmm. and you know it's 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 not it's not uh voodoo it's it's no. it's uh, it's the reality of the fact that there here is a product that has a massive energetic field yes that proves its potency and then of course you use that product on a certain condition and you see an improvement mm-hmm. and frankly i do not know of any product i mean I cannot say here is the X Y Z line that has that is created maybe I don't know in India or someplace else that ha- that is a competitor to us with regard to that. There is no one. I don't know that there is anyone. In fact, it would help us if there were others <laughs> because it would bring the whole uh, knowledge uh, a little bit more to the surface
0: right and in some respects you're you're out there alone doing this meaning you're the only I believe energetic right. skincare line that right. even we've found we've right. tested many in the at the center of different skincare lines but when we found this one we were excited because right. as you mentioned we test a lot of different products we do it with numerous different ways one of them is a lecker antenna
1: right. which
0: um, uh, you know is, is a modified you could say dowsing rod which picks up on different mm-hmm. vibrations and can look into quality of certain products and uh, all of the fetal phytophil- Products tested wonderfully with that so that was a a really a a wonderful addition for us one of the things we saw when we started to implement more anti-aging was number one that anti-aging and health and medicine really are related if some of the patients i was speaking to one recently that said you do such a wonderful job with all these complex conditions. Why are you going into anti-aging? They seem so foreign. One's about vanity and botox and the other one's about curing, you know, the incurable. Yeah. And I had to, you know, push back just a little bit because I think there is a misconception that anti-aging is so different than wellness or medicine. I think they're all the same. Absolutely. And I think with something like Fito5 you're not just going in with an anti-aging effect, you're balancing and producing health at the same time. Right. And I think you say that the skin is really a representation right. of what's right. going on inside health-wise.
1: Right. right. Well, you said health because we are in this medical environment, but I'm not allowed to say that.
0: <laughs> different industries have to use different words, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So... um this is not that does not make our life easy, too. You know, we, we are restricted in what we can say. Mm-hmm. But what we have found out is that we have a lot of people who have a uh, medical background who have embraced our products and equipment, and who, to my amazement, tell us they do this and they do that. And I marvel but I can't repeat it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I understand. And it, and it is the, the, you know, I think one of the fallacies, again, of this is in one section, you can't do it, this is in another. In medicine, we understand this all the time, that a, a drug can be used for so many different things, even though its purpose may be superficial, only on a, you know, nothing too deep on the patient, but then they find it works on this whole disease and it keeps going from there. But in general, I think that the separation of anti-aging and wellness and, and medicine really needs to, to stop and come together a little bit more. And I think FETO5 does that very well because it's already going in from an energetic principle. So you have a lot of energy practitioners that work on that principle already. And it's doing it in a holistic manner, which is very um, you know useful for that way. What has been the reception from, I mean, I could speak from our terms, but what has been the reception in general of practitioners using this both therapy as well as users who are just going and using the products?
1: Well, you know, let's say that we have our little distribution business in the U.S. is uh, now in its uh, 21st year. And... Just imagine we have no salespeople.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, We, um, of course, have some presence on the internet, but it's the satisfied clients, both the consumers that come back and buy on our website and the professionals that um, call and say, "Uh, I want to learn more about Fito 5. I'm interested for my practice. So the numbers are still small, but as I said, um, the fact that we have so many professionals who spread a good word, um, we have recommendations, people come to us, and this is how we open new accounts. In fact, that's exactly what happened with you. We received we received an email from your secretary, I guess, or assistant, who said we'd like to learn more about Vito life mm-hmm. and this is how how it works. So, uh, how slow or how fast it will go in you know the next ten years or so, I don't know, but um, we we are obviously very passionate about what we do I'm so grateful to have a spouse who is a partner and who is so into uh, vital energy and who um, is both an esthetician and massage therapist with a long experience but she is so intuitively in tuned with anything and everything that is energy that she feels whereas I have all of this uh, passion for the ideas, but I neither practice as a technician, nor do I have the intuitive sensitivity to even energy environment. Gina walks in an environment, and in a matter of seconds, she has a reaction as to whether it's a good (laughs) environment or one that she doesn't feel comfortable in you know she can't she can't we in an airport or mall we never take uh, an escalator she mm. doesn't like the energy of the escalator which is great so we walk
0: <laughs> we, we, we
1: take the stairs the healthy option <laughs> yeah but but um this is uh this this is a person who totally lives uh what she preaches mm-hmm. and um I do it in a different way, but she does it in probably a more extensive way and um you know uh, with without without her, I don't see how we could even make any efforts in this in the country in this in this market environment.
0: Well, she's obviously the yin to the yang, right? She, she's there for a reason. Well, that's true. That's and true. and yeah. it, it, it does work that way. And, and then it, yeah. it's, it's, you know, I've met Gina, of course, and she is wonderful at what she does and mm-hmm. an amazing technician. You could feel that she understands the energetic right. concept. Some yeah. people have it, some people right. don't, and that's okay. But she, she absolutely does. What, what are your hopes for the future of Fito Five as well as just the industry as a whole? Because it's moving in one direction. You know the industry itself is moving into organic, as you could see, and you're having more celebrities promote different beauty products that are more away from chemicals and toxins. I don't think it's embraced yet the energetic side of things. No. I think it's still you know getting there. But what are your hopes both for keto <clears throat> five and the industry?
1: Well, you know the industry is becoming complex because it has now so many players, not only small players it, 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 as it was mostly at the beginning but it has some giant corporations that are into it and uh, some of them can spend an enormous amount of money in genuine uh, research and uh but by and large i think the largest investments are in the the marketing and the packaging and making it look good so you you have this you know uh you, you have this dichotomy still in our industry, which is uh, you want to look s- thin, okay. You have two solutions. You put a girdle on or you go to the gym and you watch your diet. What do you prefer? Well, a lot of the industry goes towards the girdle.
0: Easier. <laughs> yeah. Quicker solution, right?
1: So, right. So, of the people that want the real thing, then obviously we have had an enormous evolution in the natural. And that is wonderful because um, as difficult as it is to define what is natural, um, we still today have had new evolution by labs that have very successfully taken natural ingredients that they have made compounds of that past the mustard in terms of um, organic certified agency will say okay we can live with this even though you're not going to find it on a tree or mm-hmm. and um, it it's okay it's natural it's organic and so the more we have some of those compounds and I'm, one of them for example what I'm thinking about is aquaxil which is a very good product that we have in our hydrating creams that 20 years ago it didn't exist and today you have that ingredients that again is is organic certified and has all of those wonderful properties so there are a number of such um, um, compounds that we are using in our ageless line but uh, there will be many more and so the, the 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 ones, the players in the industry that want to remain natural, they have to bring in something that is giving potency. Because the first wave of natural skincare products, frankly, have been, you know, um, if you can't eat it, it's going to be healthy for your food, for your skin. And I keep on saying, I'm sorry, but you know, uh, my skin is not a stomach, you know, it mm. doesn't work that way. And yes, it's it's okay, you can eat your skincare product, it <laughs> means it's natural, it's great, but is it really going to do the job? And the fact of the matter is that too many people using those uh, natural products that have no other claim t- than to be natural um, have proved, you know, have have unfortunately, um, uh, not provided the results. So, now there is an effort to say, okay, let's be natural, but let's be potent. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: how do we get there? Well, we can wait for those compounds to come on the market, or we have a few players, like, of course, ourselves and a couple of others, that are making use of the next best thing which is essential oils, Mm -hmm. because totally natural and and you can do great things. But still, of those players, none use the essential oils uh, for their energetic properties. But they use the essential oils for some of the other properties that Mm -hmm. they have. And as a result, the products are better than the ones that don't. So there is an evolution towards that. But we also have to realize that there is a lot of people that do not seem to care too much about the um, natural aspect, let alone the uh, energetic. And those are the people who basically want the quick fix. And if the marketing is potent enough and says, you know, this product will do this and this and that, and it's well marketed and well packaged, they'll buy it regardless of what the ingredients are. They are not going to get bothered by the ingredients because they think, oh, I'm going to have, you know, the quick fix. And maybe they do, maybe they don't. And some think they get a quick fix and then they get bad news, you know. So, how does Vito 5 fit in? I think that we have experienced a little widening of the acceptance on the part of aesthetician and massage therapist of the whole idea of energy uh concept if i give a class i don't do it anymore too much but uh even in in the uh, you know 10 years after the story that i related earlier this afternoon um i have asked the questions at, at attendees at a class and then i could see that 50 percent or more of the hands would raise and say yeah I accept energy. Now, then you say, well, what do you do about it? Mm. And what we said is that, look, if you work simply at the level of matter and you ignore energy, you are basically working on 50% of the, the possible solutions. So you have to work more extensively. And some of them accept it and some don't. So I think that it will happen. Um, I wish I were 20 years younger so that I could see it become really successful Um, but um, unless we have uh, a constriction uh, through government regulations of the use of essential oils um, that would basically sap our Uh, ability to have those wonderful products, then we should do well. However, the last round of European regulations, uh, cosmetics regulations, have set um, clear limitation on the percentage of essential oils that Mm -hmm. any skincare products could contain. And specifically some, like cinnamon, which is a wonderfully potent essential oils, where the limits are a fraction of what we used to have. And we've never had any problems with those products. Why is that? Well, uh, I'm I'm sorry to sound very negative, but I think it's a defense mechanism on the part of certain industries that were basically seeing that the skincare industry was coming up with some products that were too darn good on their own.
0: Yeah. It's a shame. Of it course. really is. I, I think that you have a lot of these, um, of you know, large, mm-hmm. large players that don't want to see that change, that start to cut into their market share, even the smallest bit. The Pharmaceuticals are huge, and yet they Absolutely. do want to crush homeopathic, which make up 0.0001% right. of what they're losing, perhaps. Yeah. Um, and it's a shame because, you know, I'm, I'm hoping those regulations don't continue in that route. We don't know. The one thing I'll say is if there is a demand from the people, the government usually abides by it because they are voted in, in some ways, but yeah. huge powers but, move in that direction.
1: Yeah, um, but you know, I I came across an, an article not too long ago that was commenting on a very important. Um, uh, individual in the French government <clears throat> that has always been very open to alternative medicines and uh, you know there isn't a pharmacy in France that doesn't have a significant section on homeopathic medicine and this person who has a key position in the uh, the health department mm-hmm. of the French government basically was making comments about the fact that there is nothing to homeopathy, mm. and that it was just a big scam, and mm. that she was looking for towards the day when uh, all of this would be wiped out, uh, and that people would stop uh, stop uh, fooling themselves with placebo effects. Mm. So you make you make great stride forward, and then suddenly you step back. Right. So hopefully that's not going to become a trend, but you always have those threats
0: always always and it and it's an unfortunate trend in some instances but at the other time you have this conscious movement of people that are accepting it more that are understanding the science is even verifying it now so it is a little bit ill informed to say it's just the placebo effect and totally of course so many other things yeah. are are involved yeah. in it and it's been but, such a useful therapy for so long of and course. But, but
1: you can imagine yeah. that that was music to the ears of some industries. Right. Know? Right. And they are going to continue to push in that direction.
0: Well, we could go into that probably a lot more, but I won't, uh, you know, jump into such big topics right now. Where can people find more about FITO5? Because it is something I think you could dive into. And you could mm-hmm. read your book, of course, and please tell people right. where to purchase that. But it's something really, really interesting for a lot of people. So where could they learn more?
1: Well, actually, we have an enormous amount of information on our website. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and that's dot mm-hmm. US. us. That's right. right.
1: And and it's a, it's a fairly substantial website. Mm-hmm. And we have we are very active with blogs, mm-hmm. and we have a mixture of things uh, from talking about ingredients, or talking about what does wei chi means mm-hmm. and uh, the five elements, but also some other issues. I mean, we had blogs recently on uh, things that are interfering with our wellness objective, which is what are the effects of climate change that are going to be making our search and achievement towards a higher sense of wellness much more difficult if certain things continue to go the way they have. And it was very interesting because we received some responses from clients who just say, you know, Keep on making skincare products. Don't get into politics. <laughs> and then we got some other responses from people who say, "Loved your blog."
0: <laughs> You're never going to please everyone with those things, but yes, you got to stay true.
1: Right. No. So we talk about everything that we think has an uh, uh, an effect on our wellness, and we keep on talking about uh, the fact that unfortunately we live in a time where the stress level is very high. And even the people who are very well-to-do are very highly stressed. So it's not simply a matter of money or job or whatever. It's an overall climate that is such that, um, you know, the United Nation has a, uh, a ranking of countries in terms of um, uh, where it's, where it's uh, uh, healthy and pleasant to live. Um, and unfortunately, our ranking has been going down in the U.S. And it points to the fact that we are under stress. Constantly. And and stress has effect on health. It has effect on looks. It has effect on vitality. It has it, it, So we have to be mindful of those things and um, bring it up to the attention of people and just say, here are some other things you should be doing or you could be doing to get back to this idea of balance because you know in the end what is wellness and um, you know a long time ago I came across this definition and I was very gratified to see one of the big guru of the industry saying in an interview uh, using the same word that I have been using and it is for me contentment what mm. is wellness it's contentment are you well? I you know there's a great expression in French uh, which translates simply in saying, I feel good in my skin, mm. you know, and, and do you feel good in your skin regardless of this or that, or you don't, you know? So it's really much more than skin care.
0: <laughs> it is. It really is. And that's why I'm so happy you got to share this story and, and share these yes. perspectives because they are incredibly important to us right now, especially with all the stress we're going through and all yeah. the different pieces. And people are just seeking solutions. And I, I, I really do applaud them for that. And that's why I want to highlight people such as yourself and others that are offering those solutions to them. So thank you for that.
1: You're welcome. So we you know, we like to say skincare is a modality of wellness. Mm. Energetic skin care is a modality of wellness. But all skin care should be a modality of wellness.
0: It should. And that's beautiful. John, thank you very much. Truly enjoyed this, and thank you for sharing this story. I really advise all the listeners here to go and seek out that information, these solutions. It's a wonderful website, wonderful product line. We recommend it to a lot of people here and use, of course, the therapies at our center. And I'm hoping they uh, can get something out of it as well and go there and check it out.
1: Well, thank you. We are very, very honored to uh, be participating in your effort.
0: Thank you. I hope this episode showed you a little bit about how aging, and aging gracefully, requires a skincare routine that should be personalized and changed just as you do throughout the year, kind of like your wardrobe changes to adapt to changing environments and give your body what it needs to both protect and regenerate. Also, a truly holistic skin or beauty product should impact you on a much deeper level than just your skin, and look to improve your health on all levels, mind, body, and spirit. John and Fido 5 story is very much in line with what we're doing at Innovative Medicine in our story, as it's about redefining the common concepts of what terms like health, anti-aging, and medicine mean. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, and continue to write your own healing story.